Hello, hello, JJ here. Thank you so much for joining me. We have uh, some women joining us today as we talk to Crystal Thies. Crystal and I have known each other for years, and it's been nice because our evolution, our work, our career has evolved. And I don't think either of us knew that we pull oracle cards or that we're into spiritual exercises and meeting with different energy practitioners. And Crystal came back my way just a little bit ago. And we have had a really great time over the last few months, just talking about different light workers and energy practices that I am thrilled to introduce Crystal with you today. So hi, Crystal. Hey, JJ. I am so excited to be here. And yes, it was just such an amazing, um, happy occurrence when I reached out to you and like you're and kind of shared this weird healing journey I've been on and you like dove right in and you're like, oh my God, I'm kind of doing a similar thing. And isn't this so crazy? (laughs) It is. It is. And when we were planning what we were going to talk about, because the list was long, we could talk about all different things. Crystal's introduced me to some amazing light workers and energy practitioners, many of which I've hired and worked for and worked for, worked with. And um, some of them have been on the show. So Mary's been on the show, Kathy's been on the show, and we know so many other uh, women right here in Ohio and beyond. So I'm pretty excited to have you here with us, Crystal, today. Me too. And I can see in the background, you already have Oracle cards hung up. So today we're talking about using Oracle cards for clarity in your business. And Crystal works with a lot of businesses that are focused on energy and healing. She works with energy practitioners And I love the fact that you use Oracle cards. So can you tell us a little bit about what Oracle cards are first for some people who might not know, and then we can jump into some of the ways you're using them. Sure, sure. Um, Oracle cards, um, the the, the most common type of card that most people have heard of are tarot cards. I actually don't work with tarot. Um, I work with Oracle cards. They're created by these other spiritual healers. Um, They provide guidance. They, uh, depending on the deck, they may be themed. Um, They tend to have very important um, topics that when you you pull them that are relevant to what's going on with you. And then they usually will have a guidebook that will kind of go in deeper in terms of what that card means. What's it likely um, indicating that's happening in your life? Sometimes they'll have healing processes, you know, if, if it's something that needs healing to go deeper and, and to just kind of kind of work with them. And I got into them completely by accident. The first time I pulled an Oracle card, I had no idea I was actually pulling an Oracle card. <laughs> um, I was actually in a medicine, uh, a group medicine healing ceremony. And um, one of the, the, the spiritual worker there, they had them sitting by um, a bottle, a bowl of water for blessing to do. And they're just there, just kind of, kind of picked it up and just kind of looked at it. It was dark. I couldn't really even in the one that um, and what was this version of one an older version and it had writing on it. I couldn't even read. I was like, Oh, okay, I have no idea what I'm pulling, why I'm pulling it, but okay, I pulled it and went to the blessing bowl and went to the, you know, so the next day I went and I looked, looked at what it was and I read the description. It was like, oh my God. (laughs) And it was Tai Chi rising, which Tai Chi rising is all about kind of that beginning of your spiritual growth. And I wasn't looking for spiritual growth at the, at the time I was looking at working with, with medicine to become a better entrepreneur myself, to fix my brain of all things, not necessarily my heart or anything else. And, um, and it just kind of evolved, um, you know, the, the process process from there for me in terms of 
working with them and, and, and finding that they, they really helped me in terms of both affirmation and guidance as I was hitting these kind of key milestones in this new evolution of who I was. I love that. I love that. And for those of you who've never seen Oracle cards before, they come in a deck that kind of looks like this. And then the cards are inside. And then the book has a lot of the wisdom that you might use. And one of my favorite decks is Rebecca Campbell. I have a couple decks from her. But I love Oracle cards too. And I, I have to be honest, when I first started doing it, I pulled it at a retreat too. And I didn't really think much about it. But I have used them for small groups. I have used them personally. And even with my girlfriend's When we get together on the weekends, I seem to always have a deck in my bag. So for many of the things that we talk about, a lot of it is just like, where am I? What should I be thinking about? What should I focus on? And then I'll, I usually wait for one to just fly out. I'm not really one that picks one. So I'll just kind of shuffle them and I'll Mm -hmm. make sure I'm really clear on the question. And then generally they fly out. So, and, and my friend has taught me to kind of clear the deck by hitting it. So what is your practice? How do you do it? Uh well, it, it has kind of evolved. What's kind of interesting because I'm just been such an, and I'm a very analytical person that the old me would have like, dug, okay, if I'm going to work with these, what's the right way to do them? What's the, you know, normally that would be me. And it's kind of been an, an evolving process. So for me now, the, the process I take, I, I shuffle them. Um, I just kind of hold it and I just kind of move clumps. And when it gets to a point where they won't go in for me, Mm. when I, those are the cards I've played around with using pendulums for some people, um, and, and the like, but it's more about, um, just, just feeling it. So I I don't necessarily use a a typical way of doing it. It's more that, and sometimes actually now, and after we've had some conversations, they have popped out and I have actually, well, I didn't think of that as part of the process when they pop out, I have taken that as um, an issue. Um, one of the biggest kind of cards of, kind of um, divination in terms of what's going to happen. I, I used a feather with actually, I was um, on a walk with my dog and, and um, part of the the initial s- spiritual journey, all of a sudden I started finding feathers. I'd found a couple of that, that, that were placed right in my path, right after kind of key moments and things like that. And um, I was walking my dog. I was talking to my friend, Jill, about selling my house down in Kentucky and I um, was going to sell it to a flipper and just had all these questions and all, you know, and so I felt really good about it. And then just for some reason, I just said, you know, I want to find a feather today. And as I'm walking, we kind of go around, we go down the alley and all of a sudden I looked down and there was a feather. It was, it was a little one, but it was a little feather. So I got back to the house. I'm like, okay, wonder, you know, with, with this whole selling the house thing and all that, what, which I do. So I took my deck and I kind of spread it along the floor, just in a straight line. And I took this feather and I threw it up in the air and it landed on a card. And the card that I picked was what you want, wants you. Oh. And so here I'm talking about selling the house. I had an idea of this is the price that I want. I've been looking at other houses like mine. And then because there've been a lot of flipping going on in the little town I lived in. um, It's like, okay, this is the price. So the very first person, so I did a flippers open house. The very first person who walked into the house, bought the house for the price that I wanted. I was like, what? (laughs) And it's just like. You know, that, that was last June. And so that was very early on the problem. Like, okay, there's got to be something that's going on with, <laughs> with this. But so I've done some different things like that where I've spread them out and you just, depending on what feels right um, to me, but my, my, my standard when I'm working with someone, when I'm working with my entrepreneur group and we're doing coaching and like, I'll, they'll be talking about the thing and I just sit there and kind of 
we'll be shuffling and just moving chunks of the cards here and there and here. And then all of a sudden I'll get this log jam where they just don't go back together. And a lot of times that's the card. And I'll do that for myself as well. Um, but like the, the cards that you see back here on my altar, this is kind of a new thing. So normally I've been doing spreads where, you know, just using the same deck. This is a multi-deck spread. This is this is the second time I've done this where I just all of a sudden, like several weeks ago, I got called I'm like, what if I pulled a, a card from each of the four decks that I have? And um, it was the second spread and it was just like mind blowing. So what, what happened with that is that because I've, I've been getting some of these big cards is that in, in that deck, in that spread from each deck, I pulled like the biggest, most life altering card that I already pulled. Well, with the exception when I pulled this card for somebody else and sometimes I'll pull a card for somebody else. I'm like, yeah, that kind of feels like me. I don't take it as guidance for me until I pull it again, but I pulled this one again. And so the cards that that I pulled with that, um, which the one I worked for, for, for a long time was um, from my Sacred Rebels, Perfection of Your Life, which is a really big, <laughs> a really big card. Um, then the other card that I pulled from... Um, my uh, from Kuan Yin was the threshold, which that's thre the threshold's all about really starting to live in love instead of fear. So that's a really big card. And then the other card that I pulled was um, from my uh, Crystal Masters, Divine uh, Kuan Yin with Pearl and his Divine Rebel. And that was the one I pulled for a client. I was like, yeah, that's kind of me too, because I am kind of a rebel. That's why I bought that deck. But then the, I have this other simpler deck that my uh, medicine shaman worked with, and I decided to get it because it was just very simple. It's colors and terms, no foofy, woo-woo, spiritual stuff. And the card that I pulled for that was then movement. And so it was like all three of these really big cards that I've pulled from these decks that were like really big life altering. All of a sudden it said movement, green, go. Okay, it's go time, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. And I feel like the thing that is the underpinning that I heard you say, because you talked about cards and pendulums and using your energy is I feel like a lot of times it just aligns with your knowing, maybe not knowing that's close to the surface for you, but using a pendulum or using the Oracle cards often gives you some validation of mm -hmm. your whispers or even validation of kind of where you feel like you're going. And like, how could these cards know that? How could yeah. these cards know that? And so I feel like it's really attached to us. And I think that shuffling or laying them out or using a feather, that the message is going to come forward for you. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've had really good success with other people too, which has been really crazy. Um, like last, last summer when I first started working with them, um, and it was like one of the first times I pulled them for somebody else and not for me. And this was actually someone who was a coach for me and, and a really good friend. Um, I did a three card spread. It was just kind of a concept I made up is like the first card was the root of the problem. The second card is how you're going to you know fix it or evolve it. And the third card was the result. And I didn't realize until recently and I reconnected with her that she 
and she was never into Oracle cards or she, this is the first time she was with it, but she really, we, we pulled that because she was on the precipice of a potentially really big new opportunity coming to her that she didn't really you know, know if it would evolve or whatever. And that was kind of what we used as the basis of it. And she continued to hold and use those guidance cards at like for like over six months. And, and, and as that opportunity was evolving, she would ref- go back and refer to it. And actually it changed how she um, responded to some of the opportunities. Like when she wasn't hearing from them, like she's like, well, you know, I would have been bugging them or something like that, but I read the cards and and I, you know, I went back and I revisited and I just kind of sat back that opportunity, the, the, which ended up becoming this really big thing in her life. The, the initial part of it was like worth $75,000 and it's still evolving and actually taking her business in a completely new, new direction. And it's, for me, it's just like, mind blown. And so that's why I started using them then with the, the group of entrepreneurs that when we we meet, I pull, you know, pull a card after we kind of talk about their their issues and what they need help with and where they're going and, and planning and all that. And the cards we, we've really been finding um, have been pretty dead on in terms of either helping them with guidance or affirming that they're on the right path. And I found, at least for me, affirmation can be just such a, a powerful, a powerful thing. Um, when it comes to, to, because we never know, we're always guessing, we always feel like we're guessing as entrepreneurs, you know, there's just so many options of, well, should I market my business this way? Or should I do that? Or should, you know, it's like, you don't know until you don't know, you know, until you really get into it. But having this little bit of affirmation, I think provides some additional confidence to really step into something that um, at least my clients have maybe been a little unsure about. Yes, I love that. I love that. So some people have really strong opinions, and I want to go back to the business in a minute, but some people have really strong opinions that maybe you should get your Oracle cards from somebody else, or you get a, should get a used deck, like maybe you shouldn't buy a new deck. Do you have any anything you feel about how and why and when you should get your cards? Um, I mean, for me, like I said, I was, in terms of how I picked my decks, you know, I'm thinking of trying a deck from. Um, I'm sorry, Rebecca, is it, you know, but um, all, all three of my four decks are all from the same person, Alana Fairchild. And I got, you know, my first, I used the deck first introduced because, you know, after I got this one, actually at the end of that retreat, the next card I pulled was, was like dead on. And then the person who had them as I was having this evolution, like I, I did a, the first time I did a medicine journey all on my own solo, I felt like I was like completely reborn. And I asked her to pull a deck the next day and it was book of changes. And it was just like, so after that, this was the first deck that I bought. But at the same time, I bought her sacred repels because I felt like it really I'm like, okay, I've, I, I'm, you know, Gretchen Rubin, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a rebel there. So I've always done things differently. So that, that, that spoke to me, um, you know, the, the crystals I started working. So I think it's really about in, in picking a deck and um, what seems to resonate for you. And actually when I first got the crystal masters deck and I read the first one, actually kind of funny, the, the first card I got for that was daring rebirth. Which <laughs> when that was the um, that was the crazy weekend I told you about where um, I lit the candle and LinkedIn Ninja died and LinkedIn killed my website and, you know, just basically killed that whole birth. That was the first card I pulled out of that deck that weekend right before all that happened. Um, I thought it was kind of fluffy at first. It w- wasn't resonating with me. So I think when you get one, you, you want to work with it for a little bit to really see, um, you know, do the messages kind of come through and do they resonate? But, yeah, I, I think trusting, you know, if, if you follow other spiritual practitioners and they they create 
Oracle cards and things, you know, starting someplace there, um, you know, something that's along a theme that resonates with you, you know, so like her newest one, Rose, which I looked at, at getting, you know, flowers are a big thing for you. There, there are so many different ones out there. And the great thing, too, is that with Instagram and everything, you can go and you can learn about the people who created the decks to kind of get their perspective on things. And I think using that to, um, to, to follow. But I mean, if I were to be gifted a deck from somebody, I mean, I would definitely take being gifted. Um, I don't know if I would buy a used deck from someone I didn't know because you don't know what their energy is um, for, for, for that. But I, I think you, you, you just got to work with it for a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I never would have gotten this, this chrome, you know, this um, prism color. And actually my shaman pulled this when the LinkedIn Ninja site went down, pulled the death card for me. And I was like, okay, yeah, LinkedIn Ninja's dead now because she pulled that card for me. Um, you know, just, if you have friends who have decks, play with the, you know, if, if they'll let you play with them and, you know, feel with, feel into them and maybe use that as a starting point for your first deck. I love that. I love that. And, you know, I ended up going to see Rebecca Campbell at Omega and they had decks. I mean, I can't even tell you how many decks they had in the store at Omega Institute in upstate New York. And that's why I ended up picking up. And that first desk deck is still my favorite, like work your light. It's definitely for, it is definitely my favorite, but I do agree. There's some decks that I bought that I just have never connected with and they kind of sit on the shelf now, which is fine because the decks are so pretty and actually creating a deck is so expensive. It's so much more expensive than even writing a book. So to your point, checking out who is creating it, but also know so much has to go into an Oracle deck that, um, that it's not for the faint heart for people who want to create Oracle decks. Like they really have to do a major investment in making that happen. So, all right, well, this is great. So as we round this out, I just want to touch one more time. So I use it a lot for personal, but there are definitely a lot of books have different layouts that you can use for all types of your life. And you Mm -hmm. coaching and guiding so many energy practitioners, you've been using it as part of your business to guide some of Mm -hmm. the practitioners. Yep. Yes, I have. Um, I have. And and actually I work with all entrepreneurs, not necessarily just light workers, but they, um, I'm looking to work with entrepreneurs who are, um, awakened, you know, or, you know, spiritually, you know, what, cause I have one of, one of my, my longtime clients is a financial advisor still. And, um, you know, and the card that what she's been struggling with actually is healing physically. She's been, you know, she's, um, been dealing with health issues. Her business has actually been going okay. And it can be on auto. So like one of the, the last cards we pulled was, you know, her question was, was, you know, should I be, you know, for my business, should I be emphasizing my health? And actually the card that came back actually really did kind of, kind of emphasize that. And it's because your business can't, can't be successful if you're unhealthy and you're not there, you know, it's so intertwined the two together um, in how we show up. If we're not, aligned with how we run our business with what we truly believe no matter how great of a marketing strategy or anything that that's out there we're still not going to be successful you know i've worked with so many entrepreneurs who are like yeah this is a great you know way to run my business or wait great great way to market it and and then they 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 commit to it but they don't actually follow through and they don't do it the right way because it's not fully in alignment. And so then they don't have success. And so that's where I think that the Oracle cards have been helpful because it gets to the root of who they are. Um, and 
in, in running their business and in helping them make sure that they're in alignment and in integrity. And that's the one thing that that I learned. You know, when I first started, you know, my first business, LinkedIn Ninja, it was I was fully in alignment with it. It was brand new. It, but the last several years, I've not been, I was not as successful with it. And it was because I got out of alignment with it and I wasn't as excited about it. And it took, you know, having it all come crashing down to start it, to start a new path. And the, the cards are the ones that kind of helped let me know that, yeah, this is the right path for you, even though it's really hard. That is fantastic. And I love that approach. And I do agree. It gives you, if nothing more, it just gives you a way to think about things maybe a little bit deeper or differently than maybe you've approached it before. I talk a lot about grounding your idea you know, mm-hmm. I use nature a lot to ground my ideas, but I also definitely check the Oracle cards. And um, as you'll hear, for those of you coming this weekend, I'll talk a little bit about pendulums too, about how I just use it. Because sometimes you have such big decisions at hand and you're not sure if you, like, sometimes my ego is like, yes, yes, yes. But my soul is like, eee, I just don't know. So getting another level of just validation or insight or even mm-hmm. a different way of thinking, maybe a word or a paragraph in the description of the card you pulled will get you thinking maybe just a little bit differently. And I think that really gives us such mm-hmm. uh, maybe perspective or gives us another way of looking at something that might give us another perspective. So that's so awesome, Crystal. Thank you so much. Crystal's going to be at the retreat with us. So for those of you going, I'm sure she's going to have her decks with her. I am. Well, Happy great. to pull cards. Um, and, and also just to put this out there for, for any of the, you know, the entrepreneurs listing, I'm happy to give a gratis kind of clarity session, a short clarity session and pull a card on an issue for someone who's interested, you know, feel free to reach out to me in the, you know, together we seek community, or of course you can always find me on LinkedIn and I'm build, starting to build my presence on Instagram. I was never an Instagrammer, but it seems to be more the place to be for this type of community. Yes, <laughs> sure does. Well, thank you, Crystal. We'll include your links and we look forward to seeing you in the community. Yep. Sounds good. Thank you, JJ.